What is up, everybody? My name is Andy Bond, and welcome to Downtown Appleton. Ashley Correction, Downtown Grand Chute. Sorry, we are at the National Night Out in Grand Chute, Wisconsin. If you have no idea what National Night Out is, uh, well, National Night Out is to recognize every law enforcement, but also remember self-defense and being aware. You're, you're asking me, what do you mean by self-defense and aware? Well, I'm, I'm with Gracie, who I'm with Kent, who runs GracieAppleton.com, so... Explain to us, what, why did you call it Gracie? Absolutely. So the Gracie family uh, founded Gracie Jiu-Jitsu back in 1925. They, be, they began modifying Japanese Judo, Japanese Jiu-Jitsu for the self-defense aspect that somebody might be bigger, heavier, stronger, maybe more athletic than they are. So they don't necessarily have to win a fight. They just have to escape. They have to get away safely. They have to get home. Home might not be the safest place, right? They just want to get to where they're okay and they're safe. We do a lot of that with law enforcement. We work with Grand Chute Police Department on some of their arresting tactics. Give them more options, right? They're trying to take someone who's having a really bad day and they have to get them in a handcuffing position, which doesn't always look great on camera, right? We want to do it without hurting the person. Take someone's worst day and keep it from becoming their last day and protect them and protect the community while we do it. So explain to us, why, why is this so important for, for law enforcement to get involved in this? And if, yeah. if, you are a, if law enforcement officers are going to listen to this, or military, or anybody, why is it so important for people to get involved in, in, in this? Like Gracie of Appleton downtown and that kind of stuff. What's, what is the most important part? Why is this so important? 100%. The biggest thing is that it's meant for everyone. Anybody can do Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. Um, we say to learn to fight, you shouldn't have to fight to learn. It's meant to be slow and controlled in a safe environment. The real magic of jiu-jitsu is it's leverage-based. Uh, it comes from Brazil, where they speak Portuguese. So Alavanca, we have a clothing line called Alavanca, which is Portuguese for leverage. Everything we do is leverage-based. So the idea that someone bigger, heavier, stronger, it may not make sense to try to throw a strike or try throw a punch, punch or a kick. If you're in striking range, that adversary is in striking range. And you may not even want to hurt the person, right? We work with law enforcement where they want to use leverage-based tactics to get someone into a handcuffing position. Or we work with nurses or real estate agents who look to defend themselves. You, you talk about a nurse who ends up in a long-term care situation where someone could be like a dementia patient. Um, they're, they're startled. They're, they don't know necessarily what's going on. Um, you need to be able to protect yourself without necessarily hurting the person that might be trying to hurt you just because they're confused. So, so how long does it take for you to learn something like if like like you show me a, a move of a photographer like when someone is pat, patting me on the back and I just wanna so how long does it take you to learn a move like yeah. like something that will like not like five like it takes like it will burn into your brain hundred percent so. Obviously, the more you practice, the more practical it is for you to do in a, in a challenging or a stressful situation. Um, we have several different classes depending on what your focus is. So we have Gracie Combatives, which takes the 36 most common street self-defense situations. We have Women Empowered, which takes the 17 most common female assault attempt situations. And then we do a lot with Bullyproof with kids, um, just looking to defend themselves, stand up for themselves, have verbal assertiveness, which can be challenging if you don't feel like you have the physical um, ability to back it up. So we break that all down and we do it in a, a fun and safe environment. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, we are with uh, Dakota who also runs GracieUpton.com. So oh, no, mine. Just, just participate, go to classes, just a student, student to the master. 
Explain to us what are you taking and why is it so important for a woman to take Gracie, uh, Gracie Kujushu or this? Why is it so important? So it's really important. Um, I especially emphasize for the women uh, because I do have a women empowered program. It, I, I really do believe that it is life changing having that information, making you feel like. I mean, before the class, if I were to go to a gas station, I would never go at night. I wouldn't really know what to expect. Um, but after Grace's classes, I am confident in my ability to protect myself, even without even having to get physical. Um, they do a lot of stuff with making sure that you have that voice within to protect yourself verbally. Um, that is a really big one that I kind of took from that, you know, making sure that you're aware of your surroundings. It's important for anybody, you know, especially women, um, but really it's important for anyone to know that. Um, so yeah, it, it's really given me a lot of lessons, not just on the mats, but that I put in my everyday life as well. Wait, wait, open them real quick. So explain to us why is it so important for for girl for young women to get involved in Gracie and what is the what? Because people are going to be people, there are girls saying, oh, I'm in an abusive relationship. It's just it's never going to change. What would you what would you say to that? Yeah, so I would definitely say um, for the women that it, it can help you in any stage of your life. It can help you at any age of your life. I have sisters that have taken their one-day programs, and even that has made a difference in their life when they're 14, 15, 16 years old. I'm 24 now, and it helped me get past a lot of things within my own relationships and struggles. Um, they do a lot of teaching boundaries. And I think boundaries are a really big one. That's not something, I mean, you can have boundaries with people that you're closest with. You can have boundaries with people that you've just met. And they help with assessing those boundaries throughout the different times in your life as well as the different, like, elements in your life. And I think that's really important. For so, Molly. Yes. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. So, Molly, how long have you been with Gracie? I've been training for about six years now. And what is your, what is your role in Gracie? So I am an assistant instructor um, in our Bullyproof program, our Women Empowered program, and our Combatives program. Okay, what is, com okay, if anybody does not know, ladies and gentlemen, if people are like looking on the internet, Googling with what, what Molly just said, don't worry about it, I'm going to explain. So what is the Combatant program? Combatives. So Combatives Sorry. is the program where it is um, both male and female can come in to train in the instance of a uh, street self-defense situation. If one person needs to defend themselves against someone who's maybe bigger, heavier, stronger, more athletic, they need to be able to um, sustain their energy and be able to get out of that situation home safe. What is woman empowerment then? Great question. So that is actually our all women's program, more in the mindset of a possible sexual assault situation same mindset where they might be bigger, heavier, stronger, more athletic, but it's more in the aspect of get up, get out, get to safety, and being able to do that in the sense of a women's self-defense situation. And what is the last one? Bullyproof is our kids program. So we actually have Rook and Remy here. They are in our kids program, so that is ages 4 through 14 where they get to come in, learn jiu-jitsu, develop those skills to become bullyproof and be able to so what is bullyproof like what what is bullyproof if you may may i ask what bullyproof is because i there's a lot of different bullies like hey hey back up like if i'm pushing you like hey 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 why, why don't you cry that kind of stuff so what is bullyproof to you what does that teach the kids when when they're pushing you like hey come on cry baby cry why don't you run home to your mommy that kind of stuff what does that teach them 
great question. So we actually teach something, it's the idea of scalable violence. So there's a difference between if a kid is verbally attacked and physically attacked. So we have the five rules of engagement to be able to walk through how to defend themselves in a situation, whether they need to get physical, where they are taking that bully to the ground, getting up and getting to safety, or using their verbal jiu-jitsu, telling them that they need to stop. Okay, so explain to us what does that mean. Sorry, uh, I know that I wish this was a video, but don't worry about it. I will post it later on this on. I can't post this later, but explain to us what is. I'm going to try and explain it on this stupid uh, on this podcast. So, what is verbal? What is verbal thing, and what does that have to do with anything? So, what's verbal? So, verbal is more on the side of someone's calling you names, like uh, four eyes, name. two eyes. Exactly, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, when I was a bullying, is is not cool. Okay, this is just an example. So, I don't want you in my comments saying, "Why are you mean to Molly?" Don't worry, Molly is a trained professional. Don't worry about it. So, this is a scenario. Hey, four eyes, come on, let's go. Hey, wait a minute. Wait, come on. Girls can't do this. What the heck are you doing? <laughs> oh, never mind. You're just a girl. What would you do that? What would you say that to me? Then? Great question. So, in this situation, so we follow the five rules of engagement, um, which is avoid the fight at all costs. If physically attacked, defend yourself. If verbally attack, follow the three T steps, talk, tell, and tackle. So this is going to be in that verbally attacked. So the first thing I need to do is I need to talk to the bully and say, hey, when you call me four eyes, I don't like it. It needs to stop. You look them in the eyes, you have confidence, you assert yourself, you let them know what the behavior is, how it makes you feel, and then it needs to stop. From that situation, next up on that is talking or telling. So we talk to the bully, it's now time to tell. We tell everyone. We tell every trusted adult we possibly can, principals, um, teachers, mom, dad, grandparents, whoever it is, legal guardian, we tell them, we tell everyone. So that if it continues, we know that we asked for help and they know what's going on. And now the third one is tackle. Tackle. That's, so, that's why I got my camera off. No, so actually, next step is we tackle them with our words. We don't go straight oh, to a tackle. Okay. So tackling with our words means I look at you and go, if you're challenging me to a fight, I'm not afraid of you. And if you're not, stop wasting my time. So we're tackling with our words, and then if you go, yeah, I want to fight, that gives me full permission to be able to take you to the ground. So, okay, now. Two-minute warning. Two-minute warning. Oh, my gosh. I might have to connect with you afterwards. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you are, are wondering what to what GracieAppton.com is, check it out at GracieAppton.com. If you want if you're in Appleton area, please visit Kent and Molly down at GracieAppton.com. If you want to know more about it and you are away, you are listening to this far, far away, contact Kent at GracieAppton.com and see if they can get in contact with your local law enforcement or military or school or anything. So please, you have so many options to help one another in our community. So let's make this place a safe place for anti-bullying, anti-being mean to women, and everything in between. From all from the National Park, my name is Andy Bond saying goodbye. Farewell. We'll talk again soon. What is up? Welcome back to National Nile. My name is Andy Bond, and welcome to the Andy Show podcast. We are live on location at the Grand Shoot in Grand Street, Wisconsin, at the Lions Park, where we have National Night Out. And people are like, what is National Night Out? Well, it's basically when 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 people get together. We have Midwest Solutions. We have Shields. We have the law enforcement. We have everything. Cool. Pop quiz. What does Shields and law enforcement have to do with 
what does Shields and National Night Out have to do with anything? Well, I don't know. Maybe I should ask, maybe I should ask my friend. My name is Sarah. I work at Shields in Appleton. So, Sarah, what does, uh, help me answer that right there. What does Shields and National Night Out have in common? With Why did you decide to show up? Well, Shields is really invested in giving back to our local community. We love to come out to community events like this, um, and we love to support our local law enforcement and anything that we can do to help build our community and make it stronger. So that's why we're out here, just to support our local law enforcement and our local community. Shields is, is very, very not big on law enforcement. You don't see a lot of law enforcement. You don't see a lot of law enforcement stuff at Shields. You see more of a, uh, you see more of a hunters and fishing and things. Why are you now getting into law enforcement, if I may ask? Uh, it's not, you know, specifically about law enforcement in particular. We're just here to support the community and law enforcement is part of our local community and they do a great job keeping us safe. So that's why we're out here. So where can we find you guys? How can we get in touch with you? How, if, if, if people want to get shields in their community, how would they get in touch with, with, with the shields in different in different states. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find our local Shields in Appleton. We're on Facebook and Instagram at AppletonShields.com. Uh, and on our website, Shields.com, you can find all of the different locations that we Well, have. from National Nine Out, my name is Annie Bond. We'll be right back with more interviews after this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to National Nine Out. We are live from the Grand Shoot Lions Park, where we are with the Grand Shoot Police Department. We have the Fire Department. We have Fox Fire Towing. We have everything here if you want. Uh, we are with uh, Dave uh, uh, Davis here. Davis, so explain to us why is this so important for the community, for law enforcement to get out and be with the community, get people involved. Sure. So National Night Out is a large community event. It's one of the largest community events in Grand Chute and across the nation. A lot of police departments pick up on National Night Out. We go out and meet with a bunch of vendors and stuff and get them to come out come out and make donations and everything and then they come out we partner with our community members we do a bike raffle we get to put a face to our community members you know a name to the faces that they see out there in their community and it's just a great time all around now there's a difference between seeing you and and having us seeing you out here and then having you in a in a police situation so how does that when when a police when when a kid sees a police officer being mean or or arresting how does that react to to your your uh your your doing your job how do you explain that hey we're we're the good guys we this is the bad guy how do you explain that you know obviously there's sometimes not the best views of law enforcement when we are out there doing our job but we try to talk to kids and you know they get to meet us out here in these events on positive circumstances and they get to interact with us and get to know who we are and show that we're out here to do good for the community and you know not cause harm to people anything else you want to say nothing that i can think of ladies and gentlemen we are celebrating ladies and gentlemen the music is playing we have covers in the house we have chick-fil-a in the house we have everything in the house you're asking me what does covers have to do with national night out well what does it have to do with national night out um so we've had a relationship here with uh in the grand shoot area with the community obviously is a big focus from culver's uh, being family oriented uh, we got word about doing this national night out here, and we actually have some friends that work with the police department. Um, and they kind of were in one night eating, and we were just talking about it and said, hey, what can we do? 
uh, we want to be involved. So um, they got food and water and everything here for purchase, going to a good cause. So we figured we'd pitch in and donate some dessert. So we're out here scooping custard for the kids and families and beautiful weather and it's been a good time so far. So if people want to... If the conference is a well-known location in Wisconsin and maybe in uh, in California now, it's it's coming. It's it's literally going to to the to it's branching out now. So, why is it so important for other covers and other law enforcement if they're listening to this right now or covers getting into getting getting into the community? Sure. What what is that? What does that happen uh, entail? So yeah, Culver's was just founded on good family values, started by a small town family here in Wisconsin in Sauk City, down by Madison. Um, so we just celebrated our 38th anniversary, actually. Um, so yeah, we're in 26 states now, I believe, over 800 locations. Um, we also have another event we do in the fall and September, October time, um, locally here called the Lights of Christmas. We have a number of locations throughout the Fox Valley and Green Bay area that raise raise money and help support uh, needy families during the holidays, uh, socks, hats, gloves, uh, stuff like that that less fortunate people might be looking for during the holidays. If season. someone wants to own a Carver's franchise or or start a Carver's in their hometown, how how does people get in contact with the Carver's franchise or how does it, how does the franchise work? Sure, so the corporate office is actually still located in Sauk City. Um, like I said, down by Madison, so they can be contacted for business opportunities there. And a lot of the Culver's are still locally owned, family operated, so. Thank you so much. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to National Night Out. My name is Andy Bond, and we are live from the Grand Shoot National Night Out. So, okay, I got a question for you. What do you get when you cross Midwest Solutions and Superheroes and National Night Out? Give up? Well, we have a superhero in our, uh, we, I, I'm standing next to a real-life superhero. Mid, Midwest uh, Restruction here, ladies and gentlemen. Restoration. Restoration, sorry. That's okay. And uh, what does Mid-Restoration do? Midwest Restoration, we help out with people who have fires, water damage, have mold, anything to do with any problems that are, you don't want to have to call us, but we are there for you. And that's how come we have Midwest Marvin, because we're the superheroes that come in and swoop on in and solve the problem of the day. Thank you so much for my next, uh, <laughs> thank you for leaning into my next question. I was going to ask why superheroes and why, why Midwest Marvin? Yes, exactly the reason why, because we come in and save the day. There's usually always, um, when something happens, it's always stressful for the homeowner. And we want to help solve, take the stress away from them and help solve their problems. I know that Midwest Marvin can't say anything, but what would, if, if, if Midwest Marvin could speak, what would Midwest Marvin say to why is it so important for people to get involved in National Night Out if you are an organization, if you're in, in different communities? Why, why is it so important for a superhero like Midwest Marvin to get involved in national communities? In the National Night Island communities. Yes. Midwest Restoration is very involved in the community and being part of the community. And it's always so fun for the kids to come and see Midwest Marvin and get our fabulous capes. Get our fabulous capes that they all love to get. And I think being a huge community support is huge. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mile of Music, and we are live from the Jones Park Stadium, where we have the Tablet Brothers performing as soon as Dan Rodriguez is done. So, ta so tell us, uh, what's your name? Uh, Nick. I'm Nick with the Tablet Brothers. The so Nick, brother. explain to us, how did you get involved, how did the Tablet Brothers become? Uh, we started playing in Nebraska, where we were born and raised, and played church, coffee shops, bars, and uh, started touring eventually in about 2014-15. Moved out to Portland, Oregon, which is where our mom was born, and been playing for the past seven years now. So, what what when you write when you write music? What what inspires you to write the music? Oh man, so many things. Uh, life, faith family, love, hardship, you know, pain, loss. There's conversations with people, experiences. Uh, we try to write about all the emotions. When you write a music and when you, uh, when you performed in, you performed, like you said, you performed in coffee shops and all kinds of, sh in all kinds of places. When you perform in Appleton, what does this make, what does this, what does this make you feel like when you perform in Appleton? This is a special town. This this town's full of uh, people that love music and appreciate it. And there's so much culture here. And coming together with all these artists that we travel with all over the country, seeing them, seeing fans that travel all over, it's it's such a special thing. Love it. When you do play, you you have performed here um, numerous times at the Mile. What? What is a special memory that you hold deal into your heart? When what is your special mile that 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 you knew that oh my gosh, as a musician and as yeah. as you started this journey, you you have all the tribulations and all the trials that are like I'm never gonna do this. What does this make you feel when you play at minor music and when the crowd is erupting and that kind of stuff? Man, I think the first memory that I have of of Milo music was the first year we played in 2019. Played at the Appleton Beer Factory and it was just my brother and I acoustic and we got on stage and people were just really listening to the stuff that we wrote and uh, it was an incredible experience for them to love the songs that we made you know instead of having to play other people it was, it was just really special so in in Nebraska and when you do go to these gigs do you play cover songs or do you play your original songs oh yeah man we play our original stuff uh, once in a while on tour we'll, we'll play somebody else's like a Bruce Springsteen song or or something that we that we really love, but uh, yeah, we write all of our own music. Anything else you want to say to a young musician that wants to get started and is afraid that they have no idea how to get started in the music industry and they're afraid to share their own music? What would you say to them? I think it's okay to be afraid. I think it's not okay to not take a risk. And the most important thing I think that I learned was to just keep at it even when you fail just keep picking yourself up keep playing keep writing keep playing shows and putting yourself out there thank you